0: I was going to say, let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> and then Zoom was like, we out
1: here. <laughs> here we are, rumbling. We What's are. up, everybody? Back on Never Made Varsity. My name is Colby. You can find me on Twitter at Colby Complains.
0: What's up, everybody? It's David. You know who I am. I hosted last week, did a terrible job. <laughs> it's-, it's great. It was good. You can find me on Twitter at D.Vero1222. I just, you know, talk. I talk. When I talk in front of kids, it's great. I'm like, you know, great, great speaker in front of a microphone, in front of other adults. No.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, howdy, folks. It's Maverick. You can find me on social media at heartbreak underscore underscore kid.
3: Uh, I'm Aaron. I woke up this morning, thought it was Monday, realized it was Sunday, and slept four more hours. So. That's how I am after the
1: game yesterday. Yeah, that was a uh, something.
0: <laughs> was- a game a game was played. You know vaguely, something resembling a
1: basketball game happened. You Brady know Manic what? We played basketball. We only lost by 20 and it could have been worse.
2: <laughs> uh yeah. Lost by 20, felt more like 50. Yeah,
1: wasn't good. Wasn't good. I don't think we really need to get into like the specifics of the game. Um, if you're listening to this, you know what happened. Um, I do want to say something that I mentioned on Twitter, but I guess we can get more into it here. I don't remember what the first game this happened was this season um, where I said something similar, but I think Hubert overthought the defensive assignments a little bit. Um, to start the game, do I think that it would have made a difference as far as like a win or a loss? Maybe, probably not. Um, I think just Duke this year has a ridiculous matchup problem for us. Um, that I'm not sure, like even this team operating at the height of its power or the Carolina team operating at the height of its powers, I'm not sure would we'll be able to, um, you know, be that successful against this specific Duke team, but. I think putting Mondo on Paolo Bancaro to start the game was a mistake. And everything else kind of snowballed off of that. And it's tough because this would be a perfect game to have Dawson back, right? Where you, you can put Leaky on or you can put Dawson on Paolo, you can put Leaky on AJ Griffin and then keep Mondo on um on Mark Williams. But then, in that case, you're taking Brady off the floor, who happened to be the our, one of our only sources of points. So, I don't know. It's just this this game is like a was a basketball word problem um, that we did not we were not successful.
0: In. Did y'all watch any bit of uh, of College Game Day? No, I was there. Okay, you were there. So do you remember? Like I remember them saying like Who's gonna guard Paolo Bancaro? Is it gonna be manic or is it gonna be leaky? Because if it's manic, he's gonna take him off the drive. If it's leaky, he's gonna get him in the post. At no point did they ever consider that we would put Mondo on 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 Paulo. They didn't even think about it. And I think that like when when they started the game, you see you know we pick up two fouls for mondo and it's like oh well everybody else thought this was a bad idea i don't understand why our head coach thought this <laughs> wasn't a bad idea. you know like they didn't even consider the thought of <laughs> of armando valo you know that's how bad it was
2: i mean not to mention that i mean the first foul was on mark williams but the second one was def very definitely a foul and so that could have been avoided i would say he just he definitely checked him pretty hard coming down the baseline Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just think that that set the tone before we even got to the under 16 timeout that Armando's going on the bench. So then Puff had to come in, um, love Puff. Definitely I'm seeing improvement. Um, but this is also the double-edged sword that you, those players needed to get some time before the due game. If we were expecting them to do anything more than what they did. Well, yeah, it's, it stinks.
0: You know, Anthony Harris is unavailable. Dawson Garcia is not available. You're, at the very you're least, hard. having
2: Anthony and uh, Dawson back would have just changed some of the defensive scheme. Granted, I, I don't believe it would have affected the outcome in the game by much. Um, perhaps the optics might have been at least looked a little better by having a, a at least a full team to go for it. Um, I, I think we just got outplayed, outcoached. Can I, I just, throw a hot take talent, out there. There is there is a talent difference.
0: Yeah, saying. do it, man
1: um well coaches aside just roster wise does last year's team put up a better fight than this year's just team construction wise matchup wise most definitely it does I, uh, we, def-
2: we have the bodies to defend mark williams and paolo and such Um you put kessler on mark williams and you can even put dayron on uh Bon or boncaro uh, I think we have. Even if one of them gets in foul trouble, we have just more bodies and depth to put out there. Yeah, I think it ha- they're much more competitive.
1: This this team is frustrating because I I think that it's been easy for a lot of teams to manipulate matchups against us this year. the The roster construction is just frankly not good. <laughs> is it's it's just not it's just not a very well-built team which you know in transitions that happens but I don't know I I still don't quite see what Hubert's master plan is for for a roster I think we get we have glimpses of it but I'm not sure if we have the full picture what I would like to see you know going forward continue I think we you have to have a dominant post presence who lives in the post. And I don't think it's a bad thing to just get an anchor down there, even if they can't shoot threes.
2: Mm -hmm. I mean, if, if by all accounts, Armando ultimately leaves, either go to the league or or whatnot, um, I think we should definitely look into the transfer portal for one, because we have uh, Jalen Washington coming in uh, as a first year, um, but I, I would definitely look for some veteran presence down low. Not I, I, at this point, Dawson's status seems to be up in the air, so not even sure if he's coming back. Um, so it's definitely that's per, one particular position needs to be addressed. I think we need to address the wing position also, because like it's so, a problem for a while. Yeah, that's been a long problem where we just don't have a wing that can draw like A.J. Griffin or a lot of wings in the country. Which, by the uh, way.
0: I feel like, I don't know if I sent it to the group chat. And I know I tweeted it out and I know, but like, I was like AJ Griffin is going to be the one that's going to to Mac on us like two weeks before the Duke game. Cause I was watching him. I was like, Ooh, this is like bad news for our team. And I hate that. I was right. <laughs> I really hate that. I was right, but yeah, he's a dog, man. It's crazy.
1: He's really good. Like,
0: just, really good. I love how he plays. He's like a little Jimmy Butler, and I love him. But I hate that he's on Duke.
1: But he is—he's fun. To, like, he—he he is fun to watch. If he wasn't on Duke, I'd have really, I have a really—I think I'd really enjoy his game. But um, man, that—that that one, Mav, I think it's akin to what you were talking about um a couple weeks ago when you were watching the um we were watching the Bills Chiefs game and we were like all of our teams have a while to go before they are they're this kind of good i think that duke is a national championship contender this year and i think this put into perspective against this team what that looks like
2: yeah i mean Mm -hmm. it def I'll, i'll say it i think it has 2015 vibes just in terms of it's you got not only the one and done talent but they're all good they're all first rounder lottery types like I said, we've we you could look even at last season where they had five star talent, but they just didn't pan out um, professionally, or whatnot. Um, I mean, where is Hurt right now? He's like falling off the face of the earth. He's not in the league. I don't think. I don't even know if he's in the G League, stuff like that. Where sometimes you you just uh, either the construction doesn't come together or they don't pan out like their recruiting status does. But um, this is just one of those times where every single one they got is very impactful and are outplaying veteran players. And so that's, that's what becomes frustrating and they're just, they just keep reloading each year. So it's not like this is changing. They have three of the top five in next year's recruiting class. Um, So this is all going to happen virtually all over again. So that's what becomes frustrating is when we talk about, are we heading downhill? Um, whether it's through the transition or just in general, um, it's just frustrating that our rival doesn't seem to be slowing down anytime soon.
1: It's just interesting, you know, that you know Duke has a team full of four and five stars, and you know it's a down year for the conference. So you really don't know how good this Duke team can be, right? It's just a bunch of five stars in a down year in the conference.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Don't <laughs> have the same face on. <laughs> just saying
2: just saying yeah so when you have three players who are probably going to be in the lottery playing a team that has one player on draft boards right now in the 50s that that results not really much of a shock so
1: i don't like using this analogy twice in um less than 24 hours not to eulog, not to eulogize the season already um but (laughs)
3: <laughs>
1: Looking forward, we have, Mav, we have four people coming in. We do. Which means you have to free up four spots. Leaky will graduate, assuming he doesn't use his COVID eligibility, but even if he
2: does, that doesn't guarantee that he will be here. Brady's gone. Let's also, Brady came to play. Yeah. Yeah, Brady I mean, came to play. Brady was the only player I think really came to play last night. So absolutely, I have no uh, complaints about Brady. It's kind of ironic that the probably the person that showed out the most was the grad transfer from Oklahoma, and not the three and four year players. Um, but well, and I, and I'm not going to hit too hard.
0: I don't like I don't like crapping on individual players a ton. Yeah. But like Caleb Love has to figure it out. Like he's like I don't know what that man's going through, but he needs to figure it the heck mm-hmm. out. <laughs> like gotta oh, get rip.
1: back on the call map yeah but yeah yeah absolutely mav i was just talking about the roster roster yeah. for next year but brady yeah no it complaints he's definitely
2: gone yeah brady's um,
1: definitely he has to be gone his eligibility is done
2: like i said all signs point to armando gone and, and then caleb is the only person that, that mentioned on the draft boards he's i think he's, he has him at 56 right now on the draft board interesting okay so not even he sees not even mondo's on the board right now yeah
1: so so somewhere uh, we have to find we have to find four spots for these kids and then even next year like i don't know this it's gonna be a little funky for the next couple of years until
2: i mean and that's and that's just ones that we that are all but confirmed to be going, like I said, most likely pro. Um, I mean, the transfer portal is always going to be something to consider going forward. So I would not be surprised if, if that would, was also the case where we might have one or two additional transfers. I mean, it would not shock me at all if like DeMarco or Dontrez didn't at least consider it. Oh, um, well, are any playing time. So, you know, yeah.
1: also, depending on how this um how the rest of of this year plays out uh whether anthony harris comes back Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but yeah i i was i was thinking about that last night is just where are we going to find the scholarships for these for these players next year
2: i i do not know and again i mentioned just a second ago where duke has three top five players coming in next year Uh, two of them are over seven foot tall um we have four players solidly ranked but they're in the 30s to 70s um not to say that carolina hasn't had players in that range that have done really well marcus page bryce johnson comes to mind but the the volatility at that range is a lot higher compared to to a lot of times when they're in that top 10 range
0: well and can we also just be frank and say that i'm colby I I I I just it's really embarrassing to get beat like that in general, but I feel like it's doubly so when you have really high profile recruits in the crowd. And especially one, at least in particular, Maverick, that you've been keeping an eye on that we're trying to
2: woo over here, you know, like Oh, literally have gone all in on have halted virtually all of the recruiting to focus on that one person. We have or Duke has. We have. We have, okay, well. Literally have shut down all other recruiting efforts until that person makes a decision. Do we have a
1: timetable on that decision?
2: Probably, they said springtime. No, okay. But they are class of 2023. They're most likely gonna be probably top three player in the country or in that class. Um, UNC apparently only has about seven, a lot of visits they're able to make to the recruit. They've already made six of them by February. Um, and I imagine they're going to use at least one more closer to the decision timeframe. Uh, but they, that individual went visited Duke, um, which was not seen as a great sign. They were in attendance at yesterday's game.
1: Also we're not, we're not, um, sorry, we're, we're not Carolina Philly. It's Gigi Jackson. That's who we're it's talking Gigi, about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, just wanted to be safe. Yeah. Just wanted yeah, to be Yeah. We, safe. we aren't going to get in trouble for saying
2: that while there's on uh, message boards and stuff like that the the morale towards getting him especially him seeing that game has uh, almost hit rock bottom the only kind of hope fans are having is that he's two years away so understanding that the circumstances with both teams would be drastically different and so going with who he has a better connection with but it's the sort of deal where, why would you, it's it, Dukes becoming Alabama of basketball. It's almost like, why would you not do it when you know you're gonna get the spotlight, you're gonna, it's a NBA factory of sorts. only um, thing uh, I, I don't know.
1: I I would say if Coach K was coaching for another five years and I would say, yes, they were. they are becoming the Alabama <laughs> football I don't, uh, but this is a transition time. I'm just, I'm not saying that they will or that they won't. I'm just saying that things change under new leadership. So I, yeah. I don't know. Well,
2: does it change your mind when you realize that it was Shire that reported, recruited the four players they're bringing in?
1: No, I, because you can be a great recruiter and then we have seen Duke teams that are, that have all the talent in the world and just do not play together. The the R J uh, Zion team comes to mind, um, and it's as we have seen, it is difficult. It can be difficult for a brand new head coach who has never been a full time head coach before to just step into that role. So I'm not saying yes or no, or I don't know. I or I am saying I don't know if that'll happen, but it very well could, very well could not.
0: I'm sure Duke is going to remain good in the short term oh yeah, like their recruiting is is good enough that the straight up talent will keep them afloat in pretty much any game
1: one you of know? them one of them will be good <laughs> i don't know which but one of them will
0: yeah it's whether you know they'll be able to sustain and conversely um you know whether john shire can actually you know coach you know which we'll see
1: it's, it's like that the um that same uh zion rj um cam reddish team I, I'm pretty sure the consensus going into that season was that RJ was going to be the pro
2: ready one.
3: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Now, so. I don't
2: know. Only one th- thing I consider, even like with this team, as so well, I, I don't want to go too much and do and we have other things we can discuss is because of just how talented those players are and how everything's just clicking, how much is it is actually K coaching versus them just out talenting and outmanning teams? I mean, which, the, which is the argument you make for the recruits coming. How much is it? Is Duke's developing them in the NBA players versus Zion or any of them could have went anywhere and they'd be a lottery pick?
1: Oh, I think that part's yeah. Zion could have went to um, Clemson, Prairie is, View and <laughs> <laughs> it, would been, it would have been in the lottery. Like, yeah, that, yeah, I, I 100% agree with that. These days, the, the way the NBA operates, you don't have to, you could go to Cambodia for a year and, and come back and, and yeah. you'd still be in the lottery.
2: So again, that brings back to the concern where maybe Shire doesn't have to be a great coach if he's just bringing in talent that can, that doesn't need to be coached that as much, that can just outplay people. And like I said, that's the concern I have.
1: I think what's interesting for me with the top or at least from watching very like a lot of different levels of basketball, is that the common thread that I've seen between like low major going up to mid major and going up to high major is that the difference. You can have the most athletic person in the world playing low major basketball, but up here, the mental part is where it's different at the high major level. So when you when you are getting those high major players, you're probably getting a highly coachable, a high, highly um, motivated, you know, that type of player up there. So,
3: well, I think that that's what matters in coaching at the high major level is that you can motivate the players and get them to buy in. Because a lot of the time the talent is there. And it's the coach helping them take that next step, which I think on a team like Carolina, we've seen has been lacking for a majority of this season.
1: Is that just recruiting misses?
3: I I, I don't know if it's the players, if it's the coaching, if it's a combination of the two, but something's not there.
2: Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's it. We're we're really in a bind right now, and it's it's not a fun time. I have so
0: much appreciation for that Theo Pinson, Justin. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> class. I, wow. Like, at the time, That's I didn't know. Those are our guys. Like, I did not Proud appreciate it to the fullest when I it was in the moment. But looking back, wow.
1: We really <laughs> did not appreciate it. We went to back to back national championships.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um. Wow.
0: And then even before that, like, you talk about, like, harrison barnes reggie bullock kendall
2: marshall right that was the same and, curve, right and that was an important time where one two years removed from that we had the 2010 team which in a lot of ways is kind of like what this team looks like right now in terms of cohesiveness um and you just need that you gotta get that one player that can turn the program around we will and see this like whole thing where you, you always the outlook you like from years past, you always like point at that one person, like they're not there yet, but I see the spark that they're going to be it. And I don't be, I think particularly because of how tightly the rotation has been played. I'm still waiting to see who that might be.
1: Yeah. Let's we can talk about the rotation. I I don't mind spending some time on this um, because it's an off week um, between this conference championships and the super bowl. So whatever, we'll talk about this. However long we want to talk about it. Um, we've been talking about the, the rotation, um, since. The beginning of the year
0: ad nauseum.
1: (laughs) Yeah. We we've been talking about it for, for a very, very long time. What I think is interesting and a little amusing to me. Um, I wasn't on Twitter much during the state game. Um, So I didn't see what people are talking about towards the end of the state game like i'm thinking of those last eight minutes Um, when we did dip into our bench a little bit. And we saw what it looked like when our bench players were all (laughs) out there together um. Is that because of a lack of playing time, possibly a lack of playing time together in a meaningful way, maybe. Um, maybe just a lack of that kind of basketball.
0: There's no substitute for game game experience. Like,
1: yeah, that yeah, I I think that's true. But um, you know, I I'm just thinking people are like, oh, we gotta take Caleb out, and then I'm like, and put in who? You know? I I think the (laughs) argument
0: though is that if we would have invested, if Hubert would have invested earlier in the season, exactly. potentially these problems wouldn't like we we would feel better about playing you know don Trez for for th- two to three minutes four minutes at a time to to let caleb sit you know like roy williams put in stillman white for god's sakes like <laughs> when i think was it mark it wasn't marcus was it joel barry who was having a, a rough time like i was mean, remember- doing
1: white starting in a lead eight game <laughs>
0: not by choice
1: <laughs> like,
0: you're making it sound like he won the job <laughs> but but but
1: but to your point to you and Mav's point because Stillman had seen playing time like he had been on the court like I remember I think I at least watch, felt watch more comfortable
2: with Stillman out there because I knew that it was a much better situation yeah so, so I think there should have been more time invested during in the season Yes, it, it. There would have still been I, just that drop off. Just that's just what it is. But you can but at least feel a little bit more. You knew that still comfortable in knowing the that they game. can still come in and they have at least some experience.
0: And 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 this is why at the beginning of the season we were like all worried because when you have games like College of Charleston where you're coming down to the wire, those should be games where you give your your deep bench guys playing time but we're within a point with two minutes left, you know, <laughs> you know, and we got to play our starters. And I just think that set a, a, uh, a trend for the rest of the year where I don't know if, I don't know if he fully ever trusted yeah.
2: the rotation, you we know. Mean, another thing that's come with just general accountability for in that same vein, um, because we've had so many close games, I, I don't know if, if it's because of fear of transferring or or wanting to create a more cohesive unit, it just seems like there there's definitely hesitancy to bench players when they're not playing well. If they think that they're still talented enough to still keep them in the game.
1: If you think they're still giving you the best option to win, the yeah. best opportunity to
2: win. But
1: because that I that was still... not happening
2: particular yesterday, where there were some play happening that was very much taking us out of the game um and those players were not getting benched this is true and i'd rather i'd rather honestly at that point when it was pretty much already conceded we were losing i'd i'd rather at least get the other guys some game minutes
1: so i think that's all i i had to to hit on for the duke game frustrating for sure um running out of time to pick up quality wins yeah
0: that's the second part that's the second part of this is that uh are we convinced that we've done enough to this point to actually make the tournament and i
2: already has a slash four in right now
1: uh
0: and that's probably because of name recognition quite frankly
1: i mean not 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 a hundred percent we don't have any bad like, as far as like who we lost to, we don't have any bad losses.
0: The Notre Dame game looked bad at first, but actually has like, I'm not going to call it a quality loss, but Notre Dame has shown that it is better than it started the season.
1: Right. Right. So we don't have any bad losses, but we have no good wins. And that's the issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We
0: are zero and seven in quad one.
1: Yeah. So. so.
0: Can't do that. That's a no no.
1: So Clemson on Tuesday at on the road, Florida State at home on Saturday. And we go from there.
0: One game at a time, as Joe Brady used to tweet, one and <laughs> oh. Good lord. <laughs> New offensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills, right? Buffalo Bills, right? Or is it Chicago. Wait, who is it? Is it's it's Chicago the Bills, Bills,
1: yeah. Bills, yeah. Chicago yeah, because Dayball went to the. Um, that's what it was to the Giants. But speaking of football, um, y'all talked about the Super Bowl a little bit last week. Yes, just a little bit. Um, we can talk about it more. I mean, at least I want to talk about it more. Yeah, do um, it. You already did your picks, um, but I didn't get to so Oh, here my we go. pick changed.
3: My pick changed.
1: Your pick changed.
3: I'm all in on the Bengals. After that Harambe statement, betting everything on the Bengals. No way they lose if they're playing for Harambe. if the Bengals win then everything that's happened since may twenty eighth, 2016 gets reversed we go back in time and run it back
2: (laughs) i don't know if i like that that much
1: david super bowl 50. oh
0: god you remember (laughs) super bowl 50. i do very vividly
1: um do you remember what who was who the panthers were playing Broncos, and you remember who was on that defensive line von miller uh you remember what von miller did in the super bowl against a bad offensive line (laughs) absolutely (laughs) i'm taking the rams i I, football is about two things it's about it's about blocking and tackling um and one of those teams does that way better than the other um
2: so i'm taking the rams yeah you're also not mentioning Probably the, the other person, one, the person that's better than Bob Miller. Yeah the Rams defensive <laughs> line. Um against also an offensive line that gave up nine sacks to the Tennessee Titans.
1: I know. And I was watching um Ted Wynn was uh tweeting some of the um some of those pressures that the Titans are throwing at him and good lord, put that man in hell. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah, I, I just I don't I'm not going to see, I don't see a world in which the Bengals win because, you know, the Bengals are in the Super Bowl and I didn't think that would ever happen in my lifetime. Um, so here we are. But speaking of the Bengals being in the Super Bowl, uh, which is, I can't believe I keep saying that statement and it's true. I never want to hear another coach say it takes time to build. The Bengals had the number one pick two years ago. And now they're in the Super Bowl. Kobe,
0: Jay Z didn't blow up for (laughs) 10 years. Come on. (laughs) You know, we got to be patient.
1: You know, Jay Z, think of Jay Z. Seven years. He said seven years. Mm -hmm. Seven years. He didn't. Bengals did it in two. The the Seahawks can't do it again the seahawks did it in two years and then got back to the super bowl was it a year later or two years later i
3: think it was two it was no it was a year later i think
1: hmm.
0: yeah either way uh, by the way on that note if like i will give him a chance if we draft him but if if we draft kenny pickett oh god like i i might i might i might throw myself into the sun (laughs) like i
3: might just brown's bandwagon is always accepting applications (laughs) we have our quarterback
1: i mean i've always said or not always recent years i've said if the panthers ever do something ridiculous and i know and i can no longer follow this franchise i am just going to be um Rob Lowe in the stands uh, with, with the nfl, black hat. NFL <laughs> <hat on>. yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm excited for the super bowl i think it's gonna be fun i like joe burrow so much he seems so cool dude all right what else did we want to talk about today oh harbaugh horrible um, oh yeah he's not leaving michigan at least yet. <laughs> no but his both his coordinators did <laughs> That just seems like a totally bungled situation. Mm -hmm. Just bungled it.
0: I really wanted, I I wanted Harbaugh and Matt Rule to flip-flop. I wanted him, I wanted, that's what I was hoping for. Oh
1: yeah, no, what I wanted was Harbaugh to the Vikings, Rule to uh, Michigan, and Brian Flores to the Panthers. If that would have happened, I would have been, perfectly happy but you know i don't know if brian flores will ever get another job in the nfl after this so
3: too many bryans in football
1: a lot of bryans
2: a lot of Bryans. i think are we still making Texans still had him as their final in their finalist candidates but say again math i think the tech the the texans still have him as among finalists but interesting I, i think it still would be a shock
3: I'm looking up how many Bryans were born every year.
2: Like, I can't picture a
1: baby and seeing, like, Brian.
3: <laughs> I searched the number of Bryans born by year, and every result has to do with Luke Bryan.
1: I I uh, feel like I hear Brian, and I see someone in, like, a Carhartt vest <laughs> with, a, with a travel mug.
3: I'll have you know that my grandlittle's name is Brian. Thank you very much. That's David's great, great grand little, so put some respect on our names. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. So it hit its peak popularity in the seventies and eighties, where it hovered inside the top 50, according to obabynames.com, It is now dangerously close to exiting the top 100.
2: Dang Brian is a dying breed meanwhile right. maverick i think tops crack uh cracked the top 100 and i don't like it <laughs> getting
1: a little too popular for you
2: yeah in you
3: 2020 in 2021 brian was outside of the top 100 it was with a y it was f- 349 and for male baby
1: names and with an i it was 431. wow we're making more bryans with a y than brian with an I. yeah wild what are your parents these days doing
3: (laughs) (laughs) i wonder if the last time it was in the top 100 was
0: 2010. wow i also did not know that jalen Well, I could be wrong. This could be totally false. But I could have swore I read that Jalen became like a way more popular name after Jalen Rose started getting popular. I'm pretty sure that's
1: legit. Yeah, my name was almost Jalen. I was very close to being Jalen.
3: You were a few years before the Colby mania that lasted one year (laughs) after (laughs) Colby Donaldson was on Survivor.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was almost named Ariel. And everyone would call me Ariel.
1: (laughs) I know a lot of Ariels, Ariels, Ariels. A good amount. Good amount.
0: It's a good name. It's a good, solid name.
1: What a name. Even though Ariel, who I did um, Four Nations Report with uh, hates the Little Mermaid with a passion.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure for that exact reason.
1: oh yeah absolutely he he can't stand it he hates it
3: oh can we talk about sorry i just saw it on twitter but the video of all of the students at college game day yesterday swag surfing of course other than that that front little trunk it was pretty good
1: b dot right. said he had a mission
3: i just thought that it was embarrassing that we had to have a tutorial on that <laughs>
2: Oh that's what he does that every single game he start he, that's how tutorial he's been doing it since <laughs> late night that way.
3: I don't know if it's better or worse that we consistently have tutorials on how to swag surf.
2: <laughs> B dot was on a mission. <laughs> <laughs> game day was fun. Um, there was a three letter chant that kept ringing out a lot.
1: I feel like it it doesn't go well whenever that whenever that chant comes out, you know? Yeah. Never really goes well for the opposition. My last thing, um I sent this in the Twitter DMs. Um the college football playoff banner. Would you hang it? It says you made the college football playoff.
2: Ooh. I don't know if I'd hang a bang- banner, but I think you can do it like you put someone's like retired jersey and you have X playoff appearances. So I wouldn't banner it, but I would put a decal to be fair
3: I think banners are like it's different in outdoor sports because you don't put up banners from the rafters yeah. like in basketball.
1: Okay, but whatever like football b- equipment baseball put a, a flag maybe put a, a flag.
3: pennant, yeah. I mean I think it depends on the school.
1: This Carolina
3: are you saying, like, Carol? does Carolina football put up a banner if we make the college football playoff? Are you saying the equivalent of Carolina basketball in
1: football? No, does, does Carolina football hang yes. a banner? Yes. Or yes. Machine, a do yeah, or for
2: a team that uh, had a ring made for making the orange ball, I think they, they would definitely. Well, it.
3: everyone gets a ring made for making the orange ball.
2: That's a football.
3: Like, that's a thing. Yeah. But I think that if you don't have a national championship, that you definitely put up a banner for making the college football playoff if you have v- probably three or less national championships i'd say you put up a banner um because teams put up banners for making the final four
1: yep i mean we have a fine we put up we a, a little, little banner thing yeah. yeah. carolina hank's the banner for anything though <laughs> so <laughs> The Dean Dome ceiling is littered with banners.
3: True, but we don't have like a special area. We don't have one of the two main areas for Final Four banners. Nah,
1: they kind we have, you got to look for them.
3: Yeah. So I, I would not fault a school for putting up a banner for making the college football playoff. Because you'd put up a banner for winning your conference. And I think that making the college football playoff is bigger than winning your conference in every conference except maybe one exception
1: can i scare you all a little bit before we get out of here sure hearing a lot of whispers about nc state football preseason top 10. oh god yeah i saw that just saying people are talking they're excited about the pack Mm. we'll see how that goes just saying I have no clue how this football season is going to go. I don't even know how I'm going to go about predicting and projecting.
3: Oh, we went over our predictions last week, didn't we?
2: Yeah. Well, I don't think we went in depth, but we gave. No, but we gave. We gave our predictions. Test.
3: Yeah. yeah. And two of the three of us were in agreement, yeah. and one of us was a dissenter.
2: We'll see what you think, Kobe. I, I think the the so you're aware of the schedule, correct?
1: Uh, I haven't looked look at it. I can do that now, though.
2: Because I think there are some groupings um, and such, but there I, I definitely see a lot of tough games um, coming there. But it's the ones coming off the bye. It's Notre Dame, uh, Miami, and I think Duke. Three straight weeks. Now, like I said, gr- Duke might be an aberration, but um, I saw that as the the tougher stretch. I hate that we are
1: at app state and then at georgia state back-to-back weeks i hate that
2: i mean fam you on week 0 it'll be a fun game but yeah we're we're in boone and in atlanta from september third yeah so following that september 24th against notre dame october 1st versus virginia tech then october 8th versus miami that's going to be the rough stretch in my opinion
1: i got seven and five
2: yeah so
3: you five. are closer to the consensus
2: of the group yeah i think i said six and six
3: I think David said around the same thing. I'm the lone dissenter at fifteen and zero.
2: Of course, of course.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking about twelve or seven and five. I, I maybe, maybe Drake May or Jacoby Chriswell comes out here and lights the world on fire. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Do both make it?
2: Are both in Chapel Hill come August? I don't know, and I can't blame either one of them for leaving if they do. Yeah. Not sure. That'll be an interesting.
1: Battle. We'll see after. Um, I, this is probably going to be the last time we talk about Carolina football until the spring game. I imagine. Yeah. Probably. Um. But yeah, we'll see after the spring game. Um. Oof. We'll see. We will see. All right. Anything else before we get out of here? Don't believe so.
3: David stood up, so I'm gonna guess now. <laughs>
1: Nope. Wait, okay. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. No, it's <laughs> okay. it's fine. David has already exited the podcast, so will we. Uh we'll catch you all uh at a later time. Bye.